Hey, Dr. Bill Senyard here, and, and this is another gospel rant, and we're talking about discipleship with Pastor Jeff Buster. Uh, we were talking about some of his philosophy uh, on discipleship and what's happened in the past. So welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Good to have, have you me back. back. Yeah. Back for a third. Oh, my goodness. We're gonna, you're just going to take over this show pretty soon and might improve it. Um, Feed me well, and I'll stay forever. <laughs> right. Um, before we get into spiritual gifts, I mean, I just, I just was listening two-day conference on how do we best minister to millennials. You just, you just talked about it. They want that kind of relationship. Absolutely. They Absolutely. want to be transformed. They want this relationship with God. They want to actually feel that God loves them. That's right. what, right. that's what almost all the speakers said. Which, by the way, is not a New Testament right. thing, right? This is, well, this be too. It, yeah, it's just like you take the, the most common scripture verse we know. For God so loved the world. I think in our minds we often say, for Jesus so much loved us that he mm-hmm. went to the, the Father mm-hmm. in heaven and said, hey, can we love mm-hmm. these people? Mm-hmm. It, the Father has been pursuing a relationship mm-hmm. the whole time. And so we just have to jump on that bandwagon. Oh, so I, we need to do it better. Okay, so let's talk about spiritual gifts because I know that that's something that you do when you go to a church is you, you start identifying gifts. So tell us what you uh, what's your philosophy and what you've seen. Spiritual gifts. Um, I'm not convinced that um, we could, you know, put together the the Romans and the Corinthians two lists and come up with our 32 or 36. Uh, I, th- I think it's a lot more pliable than that. Yeah. Uh, in general, uh, God's desire is to grow the church. Mm-hmm. Jesus had a great idea mm-hmm. when he said the church is going to be the physical representation of the spiritual kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, "Well, how am I going to do that?" Uh, well, very similar in sort of the inspiration of Scripture, where he mm-hmm. we have this very human feel and smell and taste text yep. uh, through divine inspiration. The church is the same thing. God is growing the church from a mustard seed uh, to this wonderful big tree that every bird in the world can land on and feel mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. in. And he does that through his people. And the way that he does that through his people is not calling the best of the best. Mm -hmm. But he says, as he said in Acts 1, he's like, look, I'm coming in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when that spirit comes, everybody, that's when it starts in Jerusalem. Judea, Samaria, and the rest. And he's really talking about the expanse of Mm -hmm. the church Mm -hmm. to the ends of the world. Mm -hmm. And he starts with when the Father Mm -hmm. brings the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, the spiritual gift is God growing his church Mm -hmm. through his Spirit, Mm -hmm. through the hands and feet of his church. Mm -hmm. And so I try not to get too hung up on a particular language of mm-hmm. like what particular is yours, but rather um, is the spirit interacting with his church through you? Okay. So right. I'll sort of put that there at there as a sort of a foundation of how I approach <clears throat> it. Okay. Uh, and we talked about in the previous session that when you wear or two sessions ago, when you wear mm-hmm. a, 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 when you have so much sin, instead of being cloaked with grace, you're cloaked with this sort of false self of yeah. what the culture yeah. and your flesh and sort of all mix match sketchy and it, you just you wouldn't expect to see much spirit well, interaction well, i think we do with it there yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we can put the cart before the horse and say mm-hmm. you want to become a good christian get mm-hmm. serving mm-hmm. what's your spiritual gift tell me what it is mm-hmm. and generally because we can't smell or see the spirit there right. we will go to talents oh right. you're a banker yeah you're good at money Right. Let's put you in charge of finances. Right. 
oh, okay. And then the poor person gets burnt out because uh, talents is using up your mm-hmm. own strength, your mm-hmm. own energy. And the spirit, when you've, when you've done using a spiritual gift, mm-hmm. a few things happen. You have uber love for the church. You have leftover residue of energy that the spirit's left in you. And this kingdom is expanded. That's what you've told me is, is people light up. They do, they do. And so it's a, they're, they're sitting there in the pews listening, listening, just taking it in, taking it in, taking it in. But when they get engaged with their spiritual gift, they become players. They do. Now, this person will almost crawl into bed because their body is worn out. Mm-hmm. And Paul says as much. Like, I beat up my body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or I, mm-hmm. uh, for the, In Colossians 2, the, mm-hmm. I, the, the mm-hmm. filling up what's lacking in the sufferings of Christ. Right. And so, yeah. yeah and It's uh, fatigue. It's fatigue. But in your spirits, mm-hmm. your match flame has, mm-hmm. it's like this, you are just burning, mm-hmm. burning mm-hmm. with um, mm-hmm. with this, uh, I just call it the leftover residue of the spirit mm-hmm. interacting. It's mm-hmm. uh, You think of Moses looking at the cloak of God on mm-hmm. Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. his face glowing mm-hmm. was the residue of coming next to God. Mm-hmm. And I see that in the eyes of a Christian. So when you got to the church in Australia, associate pastor, and, and they said, you know, we want you to grow the church. We want you to be part of the growth and, and discipling and mentoring. Did you say, okay, we're, we're going to focus on gifts, spiritual gifts? I, I, this I, is part of my day-to-day, week-to-week. So board, you can check me on this, but we're going to be identifying and using gifts? Yeah, uh, No, I didn't. Um, I, I started with... Uh, look, and the particular question was, we want to do more outreach, and um, right. and and that takes particular gifts. And I said, look, if you want to uh, make disciples on a mass scale, mm-hmm. you gotta have to be disciples in your own heart. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to identify gifts, mm-hmm. you make disciples. Mm-hmm. And P.S. If you want to be a good evangelist, you just um, you think about making disciples and evangelism is the first step of making disciples. Mm-hmm, like that, that's mm-hmm, certainly a very mm-hmm, effective mm-hmm. way of making, uh, doing evangelism. But um, so my goal was to get people confident and comfortable with interacting with God mm-hmm. um, through the lens of the scripture mm-hmm. with the ears of the spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to spiritual gifts is the easiest thing because it, it, it's God's activity. Yep. It's just a play out. Now, there is, um, I believe, a particular spiritual gift of discernment. Yep. And they're the ones who actually see the movement of God. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's a it's one of the spiritual gifts that I have mm-hmm. uh, to be able to see where a kingdom is expanding in a particular person's heart okay. or the church. Um, and That's how you could go to that man and say, I see you have a... The gift of right, right, and I, I think that I do have that spiritual gift because when I use it, mm-hmm. um, more often than not, someone says that resonates mm-hmm. with what other people have told mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it it very often puts language for the very first time mm-hmm. of what they've already been doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then once they have language for it, they feel like they're in the center. Of God's kingdom, and they feel like they belong, and they feel like, wow, this is exciting and energizing, and they're like, oh, discernment. And with that, um, I'd, I'd bring some counsel. Like, now there's some dangers to this particular gift. Okay, good. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You're gonna sort of overlap and into your talent, mm-hmm. or you're gonna 
sometimes own it as yourself mm-hmm. or this mm-hmm. is the emotions mm-hmm. you could bring up. So, um, yeah. So you don't do a specific, I mean, there's spiritual gift tests out there. Do you d- dabble with those things or, or do you just keep working with the person until it becomes obvious? And Look, you know, let's try it. I have three tests. You do? I do. Um, and the first test is, I'm sort of, I'm sorry, I'm sort of saying the same thing over and over, but the first test is, when you do this, mm-hmm. does the kingdom expand or do you expand? Okay, yeah, that's a great test. Right, so when you walk, when, when some people, mm-hmm. um, the most demoralizing thing for me after I preach is people come up, uh, you know, it's been like 30 minutes or 40, okay, well, honestly, yeah, 45 like minutes, 40 minutes, yeah, <laughs> 40 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. Um, and someone comes up and says, you have a great accent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. So yeah. the spirit was not obviously working here because uh, there's a yeah. there's 20 million yeah. people plus who have Australian accents. So right. that's right. that's not me. <laughs> uh, so the 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 kingdom is expanded when people walk up and they f- almost forget that you exist. Mm-hmm, it's it's mm-hmm. c- should be the worst thing for the pastor, and it is the worst thing for the pastor seeking security in what they sure. do, right? Sure. But they say, I have never thought about. Christ or that way or mm-hmm. I think God's telling me this mm-hmm. and you are completely in the background mm-hmm. and that's I agree the person totally. who serves in the mm-hmm. church and has a spiritual gift of serving mm-hmm. they look around and people are interacting with one another on a wonderful safe mm-hmm. and spirit-filled basis mm-hmm. because they feel that they have been taken care of mm-hmm. and this is a place where their needs are met. Yeah, yeah. And and so... They feel it. I get so it. So, the first one, yeah, does the kingdom that. expand? Okay. Uh, the second one is... And I get this uh, from a study that my wife did, which was just a... a, a mm-hmm. It was kind of a, a light bulb moment for me. You know that First Corinthians 13? You know the one that we put in all the weddings and everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, absolutely beautiful. Love is patient. Love mm-hmm. is kind. Mm-hmm. Did you know that is sandwiched between... Mm-hmm. A spiritual gift conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why would Paul mm-hmm. put the epitome of love mm-hmm. in between a spiritual gift conversation? Mm-hmm. Because, and Aubrey's point is, the effects, mm-hmm. the Christian effect of using a spiritual gift is an utter, utter love mm-hmm. for your fellow Christian mm-hmm. in the exact same way that God loves us. Why? Because when the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is interacting through you, yeah, you are starting to see people how God sees people. Yeah, wow, that is an ugly but most beautiful person mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's annoying, mm-hmm. but there's so much potential. Mm-hmm. And you just and so do yeah, they finish that. loving? When mm-hmm. someone gets done and they have bitterness towards people they're serving, mm-hmm. they're even not doing the Spirit. Or they're in the wrong place. Right. Right. So, all right. So, the kingdom's expanded. Test number one. Test number two is the the people you're serving or working with feel loved. You No, no. You feel loved. You feel loved. For them. Yes, they will feel loved as well. Okay. But you feel loved with them. Okay. And I think that's what Paul's getting at in 1 Corinthians 13. Like, let's let's do a love check okay. in between your speaking in tongues and, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. exhortation and mm-hmm. so forth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, look... Um, uh, I will exhort someone, uh, sort of proclaim to them, mm-hmm. uh, not always in a negative way, but some, mm-hmm. uh, but mm-hmm. after doing it, I don't like them. Yep. Which means that I 
sort of knew I I knew what I did mm. in the past with yeah. that particular gift, and I just mirrored it. Yeah, and I'd sort of get into a rut. Yeah, rather than saying, "How do you want to adjust it this time around?" Yeah. More power. Yeah, More yeah, power. yeah. And the third one um, is, look, if um, if fifty people say that uh, you're pretty good at this and you should keep doing it, then uh, note to self. Because God has built the church to grow in community. Yep. And we need to listen to community, both for interpretation, Yep. uh, both for um, areas where if if 10 people around you say that um, Mm -hmm. you're too opinionated, well, Mm -hmm. take take a hint, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Yep. Um, now, if one person and it happens to be your your nemesis in life, right. then, uh, but so if, if so for me particularly, and you you just said it again uh, just a few days ago, and that is Jeff. Look, I love your preaching. Yep. But I th- I think that oh, there's more power rock, in discipleship. Oh man, this and, is where you rock. <laughs> and like every pastor sort of wants to be the great preacher, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's more of a public role, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Um, the the pastor at the church I was just serving at, they said the same thing, and um, mm-hmm. and everyone I'm around says the same thing, which mm-hmm. tells me it was like, okay, whether or not I have a spiritual gift for preaching, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, what I do know mm-hmm. is whenever I sit down and talk with someone about their yeah. spiritual life, they generally walk away thinking, I need to consider me and God yeah. more, yep. and I think that God really likes me. Yeah, I think in the long run, your legacy at that church and and near Sydney is going to be what you did with these people one on one, one on two. Right, right, right. And that's what's going to yeah, that's what's going to multiply that church. I mean, because you're not there preaching anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not there preaching. And hopefully, the effects of discipleship. Now, I should put a quick note in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty freely talking about areas that I think I'm gifted in, mm-hmm. uh, and it can catch people off guard. And it should catch you off guard if and it would catch you off guard if you confuse a spiritual gift with a talent. Explain. Yeah, I get it. If I say, hey, uh, so Bill, Mm -hmm. I want to tell you about three Mm -hmm. talents that I have, right? Mm -hmm. I can snap my fingers louder than anybody else. Mm -hmm. And you're like, all right, so this guy, it's not impressive, Mm -hmm. but but if you have a correct view of spiritual Mm -hmm. gift, um, if the Spirit decided to leave me tomorrow, which he promised he would never do, by the way, right? Uh, it would be completely taken away from me. Yeah. There is no boasting ground. Absolutely no boasting yeah. ground. Which yeah. means that you should be confident to say, hey, mm-hmm. God uses me in this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. He might change it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's just not me. Mm-hmm. So the stronger theology you have mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. the more confident you are to say, yeah, that's, a, that's actually an area that mm-hmm. I'd be happy to deal mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I felt uh, I've seen that it's effective. But the more that you, you coincide it with talents, mm-hmm or characteristics, yep. the more you feel uncomfortable hearing people talk about it mm-hmm. and you will That's feel good. uncomfortable talking about yourself. And they don't necessarily sync. Yeah, I love how much God syncs up um, how he made us yeah. with what he asks us okay. to do. Right. Uh, very often it is. But then is. there's strength and weakness. and you know. But there is my, strength and weakness, right? Um, my strength and your weakness, there, there's a pattern there too. Right. I had a speech impediment as a kid. Mm. I mix up my words. I, mm. I tell the end of the jokes before I start them. I, I noticed that. I, 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 yeah. I am not the smoothest you don't rhetorician. You spiritual gift of, of stand-up comedy. I do not. No. And, <laughs> I, but ironically, it's through speech that God has asked to use a spiritual gift. Yeah. 
Uh, I can't spell worth beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people mm-hmm. aren't looking for good spellers. Mm-hmm. No. Right? I, it's just... Uh, it is. Great. Yeah. All right. We, uh, we're about the end. Oh, we are at the end. So, once again, thanks, Jeff, for playing. And listen, if you're listening to this and you, you like what you're hearing, give us some feedback. Uh, give us some questions. And uh, maybe we'll produce a few more of these on, uh, on, on other topics. Hey, Jeff, thanks for telling us about discipleship. And, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think there needs to be a new wave of how we do that. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that was very spirit-focused. And I, I think that's what you, you and I both agree. That's where we have to go. So, so thank I, you, Jeff. I can stay as your son-in-law then. I, I passed the you, test. You can stay, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we, I don't want my daughter back. I love her, but, yeah. but you have her. <laughs> She's my daughter. And God There's, bless you. Yeah, God well, you're not getting those three camels back. So, <laughs> Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right. Thank you for listening. Take heart, child of God. Hey there, it's Carly Mercoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.